0: Very excited about beating him when we got him. This is the Turn on the Jets podcast, presented by Prime Sport. Lake Lock is down to one. McCown gets it off. He's throwing long to the near side for Anderson. Anderson. He's got it into the open field. Touchdown Jets. And now, here's your host, Joe Caparoso. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Turn on the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Joe Caparoso, owner of turnonthejets.com. This week we are going to be joined by Patrick Claibon of the NFL Network to talk all things NFL Draft, particularly what the Jets are going to do with the third overall pick, with a specific focus on the recent surge of rumors about them being interested in taking Baker Mayfield with the third overall pick. That has become the storyline of the week that Mayfield is the guy, so we're going to dive into that a little bit and also do a mock draft for the top six picks in the NFL Draft. Before we get into that, need to remind you guys that this podcast is brought to you by Prime Sport, official team partner and sponsor of the New York Jets. Make sure to go to Primesport.com slash turn on the Jets for more information on their hospitality and ticket packages. Also, give them a follow on Twitter and Facebook at Prime Sport. Jet schedule should be released soon, which means it is time to buy your hospitality packages and your tickets to get ready for all your upcoming fall weekends. The podcast is also brought to you by Razor Sport. That's r a z e r s p o r t dot com for the best betting advice that you can get. Make sure to check out their member section for any wagers that you're potentially looking to put down on the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, boxing, UFC, you name it—they'll have it at RazorSport dot com. R a z e r s p o r t dot com, and give them a follow on Twitter at. Razor Sport Club. Uh, before we get into our interview with Patrick, <clears throat> little house uh for a Turn on the Jets. Obviously, we're rolling with multiple podcasts here at Turn on the Jets Digital, so you guys are familiar with our schedule. Mondays are going to be Stick to Jets, hosted by Connor Rogers. Tuesdays are going to be Draft Season, hosted by Joe Malfa and Dolbin Osario. Wednesdays are going to be The Jet Take, hosted by Kyle Fahey and Ben Blessington. Thursdays will be this podcast, hosted by yours truly. And Friday will be Play Like a Jet, hosted by Scott Mason. Uh, Scott is also running his quarterback specials every Tuesday. We already got three out on Josh Allen on Uh, Josh Rosen on Baker Mayfield with one more to come on Sam Darnold. I really encourage you to give those a listen. It's about as thorough and in-depth of a breakdown of the top quarterback prospects that you're going to find anywhere. So those will run up through the NFL draft. Obviously, the week of the draft will probably have a few extra special shows as well. So make sure to have all your subscriptions on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify for the Turn on the Jets podcast. Or just follow us on Libsyn or on the website where we'll continue to update the audio. Please subscribe, leave us a rating, leave us a review. All the kind words and all the ratings do help with our searchability and help us continue to grow the podcast. So those will be the five shows uh, that we roll out in a week-to-week basis. Uh, Appreciate everybody interacting with them and following us on the site. Also a reminder that we do have a gear store at the Loyalist slash Turn on the Jets, uh, where we will have some new gear pending on who the Jets draft pick ends up being and have some of our old classics featuring our friend, like obviously the Jets know something the people up here don't, and time is a flat circle, so make sure to check out our store at the Loyalist. And as always, all of our writing content will be featured on turnonthejets.com, and I can be followed on Twitter at Jay Caparoso. And we are now joined by our guest this week from the NFL Network, Patrick Claiborne. First time on the podcast. Patrick, thank you for taking the time to join us today. How are you doing?
1: Joe, doing great, man. Just uh, getting ready to do some Twitter blitz, which is, you know, Twitter is our favorite social media website. At least it's mine. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to the remainder of the week and just counting down till, thankfully, the the end. The, the draft is going to happen. These guys are going to be on teams. And We can move on to the next uh, segment of our lives.
0: Literally counting the seconds to this NFL draft. (laughs) Right? Probably the biggest pick the Jets have made in, I guess, about a decade since Mark Sanchez, of course. (laughs) And today we have been swarmed with a ton of Baker Mayfield New York Jets chatter. A lot of people who were previously wishy-washy about who the Jets may take at number three are now saying that Baker Mayfield is definitely the guy. Where do you think this is coming from? And are you if you had to pick today, do you think Mayfield is the guy most likely to end up with the Jets at number 3?
1: I I Joe, I'm guilty. I I'm falling into the avalanche just like everybody else and and if we if we try to like trace this to a patient zero. I think those of us who who watched and appreciated college football saw the player that Baker Mayfield is. So then we, the next step is well is he going to measure at the right height? Which you know is, is kind of a nebulous idea. It's weird, but we still do it anyway because we know he's a good football player. And so then he checks in at, at, at a necessary height level, you know, under your your kickout range. And then the next thing, because we 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 hear the discussion, right? The discussion focused so much on Darnold at one. Of course, there's your your Allen truthers that they're out there, but we people saw Baker Mayfield as the best football player in terms of quarterback and the draft. And what people were looking for was just that one inflection point, that one person to say, Hey, the jets have interest. And then it just, it, it snowballs. Well, if they have interest, then they're okay with it at three. So we can plug that in no matter what's done at one or two, because we don't know where the giants are going to go. If they're going to go Chubb, if they're going to go Rosen, is Rosen even going to be there? We, we can say, yes, it's Baker. Now, I'm confident in it just because somebody got the ball rolling and whether it's, you know, around the NFL host, Dan Hansis who said it six days ago, uh, that he believes it's going to be Baker. These jets fan, uh, whether it's Ben Albright yesterday saying Mayfield at three, feel good about it. It just, all it takes is one. And that one person can be different for everybody else. Uh, but, but for me, you know, when you follow 3000 people on Twitter, uh, I jumped onto the snowball, and I'm there with everybody else. I think it's Baker at three, and I think it's awesome.
0: I So I love Baker Mayfield. I'm definitely excited by the potential of the Jets drafting him. I do have him graded a hair below Josh Rosen, so my I'm trying to figure out if both of these guys are on the board. I'm going to be happy with either pick, which is a rare thing for a Jet fan right. to be able to find happiness down, down multiple avenues I think Rosen, Darnold, Mayfield are bunched so closely together that it would be hard to be overly frustrated with any of those picks. Now, Rosen does sort of check more of the boxes of a traditional pocket passer, a traditional quarterback. Can make a very fair argument he is the best overall quarterback in this class. So let's say Cleveland take Sam Darnold or Josh Allen, which we could get to later at number one, the giants take Saquon Barkley or Chubb. If Rosen or or Mayfield are on the board, would you still be looking to go Baker Mayfield over Josh Rosen? And if that's the case, is there any way that Rosen gets past the Broncos at number five?
1: I I definitely don't see Rosen falling uh, past five. Uh, We were doing a segment on bold predictions today on, on blitz and, um, my guy falling out of the five is going to be Josh Allen. Um, I I think the the talk at one might be a little bit of a smokescreen for various reasons, but if the jets have the choice and I I do believe that they have a contingency plan, you know, hopefully they wouldn't freak out (laughs) if, if both of them are there. Um, I think Rosen is is a better value, but there's potentially more reward in Mayfield. If if that makes sense, Um, the floor you know, the floor ceiling conversation, now, obviously Josh Rosen, there's so many years on tape and that's the true. That's true for both of them. Uh, you've got four years of tape uh, for Baker Bayfield. You've got three years starting as a true freshman and people forget that about Josh Rosen because it influences the numbers. This is a guy that stepped foot onto a college campus and immediately started playing uh, for Jim Mora. So there's, there's, People seem to forget that. Uh, it does influence the numbers. It hurts him a little bit in, in terms of his cumulative stats, but you watch him play, you see the throws that he makes, and, and you know that this is a guy that's not going to be run off. Uh, and, Joe, I don't know how much you hear of it, but there's this specter of the New York media that somehow it's going to cause a serviceable football player to, to crumble and wilt. The big under bad the weight New York of- media. Yeah, under the weight of people asking him the questions, as if a guy who wants to win at football is going to somehow lose that uh, because of his geographical uh, location, uh, which is weird. It's a weird idea to me. But you don't have those concerns with either one of these guys because Baker Mayfield is, is going to be Baker Mayfield. He's going to hold grudges. He's going to be unique. And Josh Rosen is a guy who's going to have an answer for every question that you ask, and he's going to be able to justify that answer. And if he's wrong, he's going to be able to explain why he was wrong and that's something that that I think works anywhere, whether it's Cleveland, Ohio, or New York, New York.
0: We, we touched on this briefly, but with this Josh Allen at number one talk, what does Cleveland have to benefit, or what are they trying to do by putting out this potential smokescreen? I think... He, Taking Allen at one would be utterly insane. He feels to me like more of a guy you yeah, would take in the second. You would take I would even say he's a guy you take in the second round. You hope he could develop long term. Obviously he's going to be a first round pick, he'll probably the lowest be, you know, somewhere in the ten to fifteen range. But what is Cleveland trying to do or how do they benefit by making people think that it is still a coin flip between him and Sam Darnold?
1: And, and that's something that it's a thought experiment that we've played out here in the newsroom like what could they have to gain and I think the reason uh, one particular reason would potentially be to drive a price up for Buffalo if they wanted to try to do something insane and move up to one and in order to get Josh Allen if, if that's truly uh, something that they hold true to their hearts. Um, I don't know if it would be for the one spot or for the four spot. But that's the possibility. Uh, One thing that I was toying with in my mind is if you want to create this Chubb-Garrett-Voltron on your defensive line, if that's an idea that you want to have, then if you can, through way of smokescreen, increase the value of the quarterbacks at the top of the draft and say, well, Josh Allen is a player that should be picked here, then every quarterback that goes between one and four gives you a better chance of getting Bradley Chubb. So that I, that's the that's the theory that I'm going with, um, because you're right, Joe. Right. the The idea of Josh Allen going one in this draft uh, seems preposterous. We've seen stranger things, I guess, uh, but it, it it seems like something that could not possibly happen. And my thoughts and prayers would be with the people of Ohio if that happens.
0: Now you mentioned Buffalo. Is there any other team that you're keeping an eye on who you think could make that? big sort of move up, or even just more generally surprise everybody with a quarterback selection? I think last year some people were mildly surprised by Kansas City and Houston being so aggressive to go get their quarterbacks. Who who could be that team this year who surprises some people by either taking a quarterback in the first round or making a bold move up 8, 10, 12 spots to go get that quarterback? I,
1: I think the surprise team that would take a quarterback might be Miami at eleven um their ability and their availability to I don't I I can't think if if they have the capital or not that it would be necessary for them to come up into that top 3 or 4 or if they'd even be willing to spend that but if one of these guys falls uh and depending on how they they feel about Mason Rudolph or Lamar Jackson uh, or honestly Kyle Laletta you know <laughs> anybody at this point um because when you when you start talking about the the Lallettas, uh, let's say if somebody had a, a grade on Mike White. If you believe these guys are going to be starting quarterbacks in the National Football League, if that's honestly something that you believe, why would you wait till the second round? If if you've got the pick and they're there on the board, and you think they can start for you at quarterback uh, for the next five, six, ten years, then it seems like to me, with the way the league is structured now, and the value being so tilted in the favor of quarterbacks, if they're there. And you want them, you got to take them.
0: Now, I've been trained to be wary of everything New England can possibly do. I don't think New England has, despite their recent moves, the collateral to do something that crazy at the quarterback position. But what is New England going to do with all these early round picks? They're usually not a team who has them. Do you buy into the <laughs> suggestion or rumors that their objective for having these early round picks is to? to go get their new heir apparent to Tom Brady, with now Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, out in San Francisco, never losing a game ever for God knows how long. But are they somebody <laughs> to keep an eye on in this quarterback market? And it would seem very out of character for Bill Belichick to ever tr- give up picks and trade up and go get a guy, no?
1: Wouldn't it, though? And and that's the thing. Um, and obviously people are going to credit Belichick and the Patriots for genius no matter what they do. Um, I'm kind of boring here. Uh, on on what the Patriots do. I think they're just going to take good football players (laughs) or or trade down. Uh, I I wouldn't see them moving up. Uh, I don't believe that Bill Belichick believes in in moving up in that instance. Now, moving up for three or four spots, if a guy's in the right situation, I I can see that. But in in terms of packaging them together to mortgage them all on one player, I I just... Are are you with me there, Joe? I, I just don't see... I can't, I can't imagine a world where they do that.
0: It would be very out of character. He always seemed more of a quantity over quality guy in the NFL draft. Right. Just take as many shots as you possibly can uh, to increase your odds because the draft is such a crapshoot. So I guess rounding out with that, some people were fairly critical of the Jets trade and the Jets decision to give up three second-round picks. Uh, to move from number six to number three, well in advance of the draft, saying this roster is so bare that you need as many of those <laughs> shots as you could get. Other Jet fans, right. you know, my myself, I feel like there's three guys you could argue who are quarterback one in this class, so you're going to get one of them at number three, and you need to fix quarterback, or what are we even doing here? We've been wallowing in seven years of complete irrelevancy with no playoff appearance, so I get <laughs> taking the swing. Do you think there, there's any doubt that this was the right move for the Jets? Some of the comments I've been getting today with the recent Mayfield interest is, well, you didn't need to trade up to get Baker Mayfield. You could have got him at six, which I don't really buy at all, because you would have still been behind Denver, and who knows who else could leapfrog you there, but was this a move the Jets had to make, and did they give up too much to do it?
1: They certainly gave up a lot. Um, I wasn't left feeling that they gave up too much. Um, From the Colts' perspective, initially it appeared that they might be able to get the same player that they were going to take at three at six, but it, it, it doesn't look that way anymore. And so just... Purely based off of historical pick for pick trade value, it seems like a lot. But ultimately, if you get your franchise quarterback, th- does that really matter? I, I don't think anybody's going to be that concerned about it. And even even if it's not a franchise quarterback, nobody in Atlanta, Georgia, is going to say that the team would would rather have those picks than Julio Jones. Um, so as long as it, as long as it works out, if you get your guy, it, it's it's what you have to do. And the idea that Baker would have been there at six. I, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Why? Why would somebody believe that? Um, he's, he was just too productive. He, he was too productive. Everything checks out. Um, I, I would. I would be shocked. I would be more shocked to, for Baker uh, to go that low than I would for Josh Allen. Um, he's. He's got the production. He's. He's got the numbers. Um, tested well. Went to the Senior Bowl. Did everything that. that anybody could possibly ask him to do. So no you're you're not going to get Baker Mayfield at 6. So if you want Baker Mayfield, you you got to do what you need to do to get, to get up to 3. Just be thankful you didn't have to get up to 1 or 2 to get him.
0: All right, before we let you go, we have to ask you to do a very brief, very quick mock draft. Just the first, let's go the first 6 picks since that book ends where the <laughs> first Jets, 6. Picks, okay. The Jets originally were. As it stands today, what do you project the first six picks in the 2018 NFL draft will be?
1: All right, the first pick, uh, I believe that the Cleveland Browns will take Sam Darnold out of USC, and that gives the Giants an opportunity to make a decision. Um, I am, I am in belief that they will go with Josh Rosen there. It just makes too much sense the value. Assigned to quarterbacks is too high, and and I, uh, as anybody listening could glean from our conversation, we both believe uh, that Josh Rosen is is arguably one of the best quarterbacks in this draft, if not the best quarterback. Um, the Jets will go ahead and take Baker Mayfield at three, uh, leaving Cleveland with the opportunity to take Saquon at four, and then the Denver Broncos in that position, seeing uh, Baker gone. I believe that they trade down with the Buffalo Bills, and they take Josh Allen at five. And did you say six?
0: Yeah, and six. Hey, okay, let's keep uh, it going. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still celebrating the Bills ending up with Josh Allen and the Jets ending up with Baker Mayfield. That's a that's a home run draft night for this Jets fan.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's all you could hope for, especially after um, making the initial trade while the Bills were assembling. Uh, their armory in slow motion, right, to move up. And then all of a sudden the Jets just power slam their way into three and and move up. And then they wind up with Josh Allen there at five. Um, and then a, a guy, we talked to Sean O'Hara, of course, he's likely a little biased. He w- would have been great with his Giants taking Quentin Nelson at two. Uh, in this situation, the Colts would be able to take Quentin Nelson all the way down at six. So a lot of good football players still on the board there.
0: Absolutely. It does feel like a slightly more loaded first round than we've had in recent years. And with the Giants picking two and the Jets picking three, should be an interesting draft night frenzy here in New York. Patrick, thank you for taking the time for joining us. Everyone, please make sure to go follow him on Twitter, at Patrick Claibon. He is from the NFL Network. Thank you again, and thank you for your very positive mock draft for the Jets. The fans are going to love it.
1: (laughs) I appreciate you having me, man.
0: Absolutely. Thanks.